0: Welcome inside, this is the JSK Media Sports Podcast, it's that time of the week, the best time of the week, I'm Jonah Kligman, I'm alongside
1: Sean Schwal,
0: and unfortunately, Sean, I'm alongside you over the internet once again, kind of a bummer not being face-to-face. Absolutely,
1: it was was definitely a lot more fun being together.
0: We'll be back in a few short weeks together in person, we'll make sure the listeners know so they can feel the camaraderie but this is the podcast where we hang out talk sports make some picks and are sure to play some games you got one for me today shawnee yeah i do is it a good one i think so it's a tough one. all right all right a tough one i i I look forward to the challenge stick around we'll catch you up on the sports world we'll have some fun let's get right into things there is so much to get into i'm so excited for all these college football championship games Let's just start with the Pac-12. The college football regular season is over. Can you believe it, Sean? It goes so fast. It's so crazy. It flew by. It really does. It flew by. But, Sean, I was shocked to see the line for the Pac-12 championship. Oregon is favored over Washington, the undefeated Washington, by nine and a half. Did you have that same reaction when you saw this line?
1: Yeah, I I was definitely a little surprised by the line, especially how high it is because Washington won the last matchup and they're still the undefeated team. But I really do expect Oregon to win this game. It feels like since that matchup, they've played really similar teams and Washington's had a lot of scares and Oregon's just been blowing teams out left and right. And Oregon just watching them play and watching Washington play They just feel like the better team. They look like the better team. And I think the line is still definitely a little higher than I would expect. But I really do think Oregon's winning this game and is going to make the playoff.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I also see Oregon winning. I said early on, I mean, seeing both these teams in person that they're the better team. But I am just genuinely excited for this game. I don't usually put things in my calendar, but I put this one in in my calendar like I'm so excited to sit down and watch these two really interesting and really talented teams just fight it out
1: yeah me too it's, it's gonna be a really fun game
0: a line that's not so surprising but it's still something to note Michigan is favored by 23 over Iowa now no surprise but that's just wild to see that a conference championship game has such a big line it's it's a bummer because right where s- Pac-12 championship game, I think that's going to come down to the end. I'm hoping it's like the last Oregon and Washington game and come down to a field goal, but this one probably is not. And kind of crazy how big that line is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I this is the whole problem with the Big Ten that is being changed, that the conferences are so uneven, especially in recent history. You look at the East and they have Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, which are the top three teams in the entire conference. But yet, they can never face each other in a championship because they're all stuck in that East together when the West is, you know, Iowa and teams like that that are competing for a Big Ten championship. And it's exactly what they're working to change and removing the conference as a whole because how much more fun would it be if we get to see another week of that Michigan-Ohio State? Or we get to see Michigan-Penn State or Penn State-Ohio State. We get some matchup of that rather than seeing michigan absolutely murder Iowa in a conference championship game is almost feels like a waste of time having them play that game.
0: Sean I want to throw this in there but you went to your second Cal game of the year and you saw them blow out the UCLA Bruins. Now do you have some more respect for the Bears? I do. I do. I was I was genuinely
1: impressed with how they played. Yeah they look good.
0: That was fun. I, I was
1: genuinely impressed.
0: Yeah they turned things around
1: they good game by Cal. Oh
0: yeah they turned the ship around I mean, UCLA had nothing to play for, but still, that was a lot of fun. All right, let's talk SEC. Who you got in Alabama, Georgia? You you think Alabama stands a chance?
1: I think it's going to be a really tough game. And obviously, Georgia's a great team. But I feel like they haven't been tested once this year. They haven't walked into a game where it's like, oh, wow, this could be close. However, Alabama, which might not be as great of a team, has faced so much adversity. They've had that big game winner against Auburn. They had the loss against Texas. They've had close games, and they've learned how to win those close games. And I think that it is going to end like this. I think it is going to be a really close game. I don't think Georgia is just going to walk away with it. And I really hope that Alabama wins to create that whole chaos situation for the playoff committee. But there's something about Georgia where it just doesn't feel like they can lose. They, they just win, and I don't think I see this Alabama team really stopping it, but I do think it's going to be a really close game. I mean, it's going to come down to the wire, maybe last-second drive, last-second field goal.
0: That should be a fun one. I mean, can you imagine if Alabama wins that?
1: I mean, I if you are the college football selection committee, what do you even do? You, the amount of you one flip one a coin on live have,
0: television. Yeah pretty much do you remember the? oh my god do you remember the Friday Night Lights episode where there was a three-way tie and they had the three coaches flip the coin oh my god yeah (laughs) god that was funny all right backtracking a bit speaking of Cal former Cal quarterback Jack Plummer will be playing in the ACC championship with Louisville which is I don't know how I feel as a Cal fan but I guess good for him Florida State Louisville Florida State only favored by two and a half you think it should be more
1: No, I mean, after losing Jordan Travis, after losing their their quarterback, I don't think that they should be projected. uh, They should be favored by much more. I think there's a very high chance that they end up losing this game and dropping out of the playoff because losing your quarterback like that so late in the season
0: is is terrible. All right, let's round things off with the Power Five, the Dr Pepper Big Twelve Championship, Oklahoma State, Texas. Texas favored by fourteen and a half. Uh is that your shoe and pick?
1: Yeah. I think pretty much. I don't think that's gonna be much of a game at all.
0: All right. I gotta ask, I think I know your answer to this question, but which one of those games you look in the most forward to?
1: Um, I think I would say the Oregon Washington game based on just like how close that game is to me as an SC fan in the Pac-12, played against both those teams. But I'm I'm really excited for that Georgia-Alabama game too. It's going to be
0: so much fun. It's going to be a fun weekend.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: The circle of parity is now complete in the NFL. And for those of you who don't know, this means that every team has beaten every team to an extent. If you're still confused, go online look it up. But basically, it's like the Bears have beaten the Commanders, who have beaten the Falcons, and so on and so forth. So you could take any team. It's happened the last few years, but over this last week, and it was completed. So you could take any team, and they can theoretically beat any team when you go around that circle. Like you could say the Giants are the best team in football because the Giants beat the Cardinals, who beat the Cowboys, who beat the Chargers. I'm reading the wheel right now, but I don't know. It's always something wacky, always something really cool that usually happens in these NFL seasons and usually is completed once an undefeated team loses but this year there hasn't really been an undefeated team that went really far but still kind of cool to look at Sean isn't it
1: yeah I mean this this is amazing it just shows how competitive the NFL is because any week any team could win no matter who they're playing and there's a lot of games where we really expect a team to win it usually happens but
0: there's a big upset almost every week it feels like all right the Thursday night football game. Your Seahawks are heading to Dallas. Do they stand a chance? Well, I would love to say yes. You got to be honest. I think, <laughs> and
1: and and I think at our best, at the Seahawks' best, not their potential, they could really put up a game with the Cowboys, especially on but Thursday night football. Cow- you never know. For sure, for sure. But I think the Cowboys are playing the best football they've played in the season. This is. The best four, five, six-game stretch of Dak Prescott's entire career. The team's playing great. The defense is playing great. And the Seahawks are playing terrible. This is the worst Geno has looked in two years. He's been hurt, banged up on offense. The defense looks shaky. So I think we would have to play our absolute best to win this game. And that's not how the Seahawks have been playing. So I don't think there's a real chance of winning this game.
0: All right. Time to get into... Our big three, it's that time of the show. What I'm loving is, as my favorite part of the show, I know we didn't like the locks this much, but we're now 12 weeks in. I'm enjoying these big three. Sean, are you?
1: I am, I really like these. Yeah, it's
0: working out. What will we do for playoffs? That's
1: interesting. I think we just gotta maybe pick them all. Pick them
0: all? There's not that many games. And then have like a playoff record? Yeah, pick them all with the spreads. Pick them all. Go week by week. Yeah, Yeah, why not? That'd be fun. I think that'd be fun. All right, I like that idea. Should they go to our regular season records or have like a separate playoff record?
1: No, I think we have to have a separate. Yeah, I think we should do a separate. We'll crown a a big three winner and then we'll
0: crown a playoff winner.
1: Sure, I like it. Okay.
0: Well, you're so far looking at that big three winner. I went one and two this week. You went two and one. So you're opening the gap a bit. You're fist pumping in the air but it's now week 13 <laughs> heading really into this back end of the season already sean week 13 hit me with your big three
1: all right i'm starting in philadelphia with a line that surprised me but for some reason the eagles are given points plus three at home against the niners this eagles team is phenomenal like i said with georgia it feels like they just win games and they find ways to win games so if you're giving them plus points, I'm gonna take it Eagles plus three at home. Next, I'm taking the Chargers minus six away against the Patriots. This Patriots team just isn't good. I feel like they're tanking, they're ready to rebuild, maybe get rid of Belichick. A lot's gonna happen. This Chargers team is coming up a tough loss. I can go turn it around against a struggling Patriots team. So Chargers minus six. And finally, I'm taking the Browns plus three and a half in Los Angeles facing the Rams. And I know this Browns team has had some trouble in the last few weeks, and the Rams team is definitely playing better. But I think this Browns defense is going to find a way to shut down Matt Stafford in the offense. And I think whether it's DTR coming back from his injury or P.J. Walker starting for the Browns, their offense will find a way to put up enough points in Los Angeles to outdo that Rams offense against a really strong Browns defense. So it's going to be a Browns plus three and a half.
0: I like those pick, Sean. I like those first two. I don't know about the Browns at Rams. The th- The third one's a bit of a risk, but I'm having faith in it. I like that Eagles one. What I don't like is it's a 1.25 p.m. game, and this year wasn't the whole bit that they were going to be able to flex Sunday night games? Yeah, it's such, I mean, such a waste of an incredible matchup. It's Chiefs-Packers on Sunday night football. Chiefs favored by 6.5, whereas you get 49ers and Eagles, the two best teams, playing in the afternoon.
1: Yeah, it makes no sense. But what
0: is interesting is because they are in Philadelphia, it's technically a 425 p.m. game because that would usually be like a 10 a.m. Yeah, it's a night game. But I like those picks because I shouldn't be talking too much about your picks because clearly you're doing something (laughs) right. But let's look over to mine. I happen to be taking three 10 a.m. games, so I'll know my week 13 fate early on. But let's get into it. Number one, Lions minus four. This is a team that should bounce back after they lost. Last time they lost, they went on to win three straight and they're coming off extra rest. I see them beating the Saints by four. Two, Broncos, plus three and a half. Denver, they're only getting stronger. They've won five straight and they're getting points in Texas. I like this line. Lastly, Falcons minus three. The reasoning, they're playing the Jets. Jets are awful. I don't even know if they'll score in this game. They've lost four straight, and Falcons should beat them by at least three, no doubt. You like those, Sean? Yeah, those are some good picks.
1: I guess, I mean, I think you're really you're really going against the bad teams.
0: Just pick against the bad teams. Uh, you you kind of got to. Yeah, you, I don't know, <laughs> maybe I'll have to change things, but you kind of just got to keep going and hope the chips fall where you want them. Absolutely, LeBron James has now jumped over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for most career minutes in NBA history, and do including both regular and postseason at sixty six thousand two hundred ninety eight minutes. That's eleven hundred hours, and that's just wild to think about. And for me, that's the stat. Obviously. He has the most points. But looking at most minutes, that shows longevity, durability, and that's something that's not as valued today. So in terms of GOAT talk, the most minutes ever played, that just summarizes so much other stats in the intangibles. So congratulations to LeBron James.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's incredible. And I think, honestly, the best part about this stat is that not only does he have the most minutes in NBA history, but he's been playing at such a high level, at almost the same level from the very first minute to the 66,000th minute. He's so consistent in keeping up that play as, as one of the best players in the NBA. It's, it's one thing for an NBA player to get the most minutes or most games played or most years played, by just sitting, rotting away on the bench as the 11th, 12th man as a team and just wants to keep playing. But LeBron's still the best player on his team and one of the best players in the league. He's still averaging 25 plus points, 7 plus assists, 7 plus rebounds, like he has been since he was 19 when he first entered the league. He's just so consistent in his ability to continue playing at such a high level with so little injuries, almost always healthy as incredible and I really don't think it's talked about enough
0: Sean I just did the math if you prorate that if you played Sean in the NBA for 458 straight days not sleeping not taking rest 458 days you still wouldn't have as many minutes in the NBA as LeBron it's incredible it's incredible have you been watching a lot of
1: basketball at all Not much. I feel like I never really get that into it beginning of the year, but... That's
0: why they're trying to do this tournament, but... uh, Yeah.
1: Just just keep track of what's happening until playoffs come around, and then you really get into it. I was
0: just watching the dub sack game before we hopped on here. In the court... Yeah. Like, I don't want to sound like that guy, and I know he talked about how the court is like this negative press thing, and it's working, but... It was honestly hard to see what was going on, because... The Sacramento it's, Kings it's painful to look were at. wearing these blue uniforms and that middle strip of the in season court was blue. Like I, it was really hard to watch. I will say what I do like is that when you turn on a game, you know if it's in season just by turning it on. I do like that distinction. Sure.
1: Yeah, that it, it definitely helps. But I mean the courts are just they're just ugly. They are. They
0: are they're but just hard to look at. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how like when we get to the in season championship, if there's any more buzz than there is right now. Sure.
1: I think there will be. I think I'll definitely watch, you know, semifinals, yeah. championship of that.
0: I, yeah, it'd be fun. The A's are officially heading to Las Vegas. Came out, but the Vegas move in stadium is expected to happen. In 2028, that's when they think they could really get the stadium up and running. This is going to be their last year in 2024, leaving them with no official home for the 2025 to 2027 season. They're saying they might play at the AAA ballpark in Las Vegas. They might find a uh, venue here in the Bay. But nevertheless, they have no home from 2025 to 2027. Pretty sad. Yeah. I mean, I think... One of the
1: saddest parts of this is that we really saw they have a real fan base in Oakland if they were actually managed better. They they did that whole reverse boycott where they proved to the A's and the entire MLB fan base that if they had true GM and someone that wanted to win and stay in Oakland, that the fans would show up more. If they just actually pushed for it, which I think is definitely sad to see. And now the fact that they're going to have three years of playing in a AAA ballpark or finding some other small stadium is is definitely sad to see.
0: Yeah, but it's going to be fun. By the time they're there, we'll both be 21. So we'll have some fun in Vegas going to some Las Vegas A's games. For sure. It'll be fun. But let's go to our fun question, and it's on theme in honor of a new stadium being built in Vegas, what's a stadium feature that you'd build? If they said, Sean, we're building a stadium. You could put in anything you want. What would you want? And we could kind of brainstorm here because on my own I was kind of having trouble with this one, but I think it's a good question.
1: Yeah, I-, I was having some trouble thinking of something also. And mine's more less about this like the gameplay part of the stadium, but I like the pool and center field. I know, but there's already a stadium with a pool in center field. Well, I know you didn't say it has to be a new feature. I think that was implied that we. Well, I didn't know that. I thought I think if I was building a new stadium, something that I would want to add to make it fun is the pool in center field. I
0: I think it's really fun. Yeah, no, that is fun. All right, for me, here's my idea, and this one doesn't necessarily. I feel like this can be in in you know put in anywhere, but if they had like a designated video board. For like the strikes and balls, you know, like when you're at a game, and there's like a called strike three, and you gotta whip out your phone and look up gameplay.
1: Yeah, go to MLB. Like if they
0: posted that, but I think ultimately it would cause a lot of ruckus.
1: Yeah, I think you get a lot of fans. Like I think the umpires would be yeah,
0: yeah. But here's my idea: a spotlight. So during like an an entrance or something, and there's like this giant, the whole stadium goes dark, but there's just a spotlight that follows the reliever coming in wouldn't that be cool
1: that'd be really cool that's a good idea yeah I feel like that's not that hard to implement for like any stadium now though no I'm trying
0: to think like what would like you would need from the ground up
1: well if you're looking are you looking for a new idea or can it be something that's already used
0: no I want a new idea it's tough they come up with a lot of stuff (laughs) (laughs) I know but that's the fun question is can we think of anything I feel like everything that I'm thinking of in my head, like already exists. Like, I, I, I guess there's that's, something so much that's you insane. could do. What about like a zip line? Like, you could zip line over the game or something. I mean, then then you're getting crazy. <laughs> but why not get crazy, Sean? None of it's gonna Someone's gonna be gonna like mid zip line. They're gonna hit like a fly
1: ball. And they're gonna get nailed in the head or something. Yeah, but you give them a glove,
0: and if they catch it, it's an out. <laughs> now you like the savannah Bananas, exactly stuff. or what if you had the zipline go over the pool so you could zipline into the pool in center field
1: that'd be amazing now, talking... now you're just making an amusement park i mean <laughs> what's your point of playing baseball
0: <laughs> well i yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> no but if you could mix them both like it's like what's going on in anaheim you know a huge roller
1: coaster in center field
0: yeah well where there's that um there's that New York team that plays about, on the th- boardwalk that has the roller coaster in center oh, yeah. field.
1: You know, I, I was thinking about um the the Donkey Kong vid- baseball video game where they have the field. Yeah, the with Mario the, Super Sluggers. They uh, have
0: the roller coaster.
1: Mario Super Sluggers. Or, yeah. Or yeah, you
0: know how in Super Sluggers they have the portal where the ball will go. What if they put that? So a ball goes in a portal, it co- great, goes yeah. down in right field and comes out in left. <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right, you got a game for me. I got a game for All you. Right, let's do and it. I, This might be a bit tough,
1: but, but we're going to see how you do. And it's in light of the recent LeBron news, but changing it to more your skill set. So I'm going to ask you the top five most games played in MLB history.
0: Okay, so number one's Cal Ripken.
1: Number one is not Cal Ripken. In fact, oh, Calgary is not in the top five. Yeah, he, he three he he's the 3 He's number ten. Not
0: games. Okay, I gotta think about it differently. But you know, when I looked at the
1: list, that was the exact same thought yeah. I had. All
0: right. Yeah. Was It's kind of yeah. You're kind of boofed there. But this is a good question. So, are any of them playing or retired in the last few years? One is. One's recent. Poohholes. Other.
1: Yeah, Poohholes is five. Okay. The other five are older. Or the other four. But. The other four. That's what I meant. But you know all the names, like I know all the names. I'm sure you'll know all the names. Okay, Derek Jeter. Not Derek Jeter.
0: Okay, you got to think about guys who have played for a really long time. Are any of them pitchers? Well, no, no. It wouldn't be a pitcher because they'd have to play it, every day. Games played. Okay. Are any of them a catcher? No. Any of them Dodgers? No. All right, let me think here. Kind of recent, Yankees. I
1: don't think so. One of the guys might, but I don't right, think he did. give me,
0: give me a team, and then stick with that one. I'll try to get him.
1: I mean, I think this the Reds. It's
0: not, it's not Votto, no.
1: No, think about hits.
0: Oh, Pete Rose.
1: Pete Rose is one.
0: Oh wow, he's really he's played the most games. Wow. Yeah, by a lot, by 260. Okay, what about, like, Hank Aaron? Hank Aaron's three. Okay. Good. Barry Bonds? Not Barry
1: Bonds. We got a speedster. A speed, Ken Griffey? No. Like, pure
0: speedster. Oh, Ricky
1: Henderson? R- Ricky Henderson is four. Okay,
0: so now we need just- number two. We need just two, right?
1: Number two? Yeah. Giant. And you know the, the son plays too. The son? His son plays too. His son is now in the MLB. He Okay, but he was a giant? Yeah, so was his son. It's not
0: Yastrzemski. It was his grandson.
1: It's Yastrzemski. But it's his
0: grandson. That's why I got thrown off.
1: Oh, it's his grandson. That's my really? bad. That's my what bad. What was the
0: dad's name? Like Carl or something? Carl. Carl. Wow, Karol Jastrzemski's number two on all-time games played.
1: Yeah, three thousand three hundred eight games played. Wow, that's a lot. LeBron, that's a lot of but games. But if LeBron
0: played baseball, he'd be, <laughs> he'd, be he'd be past all of them for sure. All right, Shawny, you got you got anything else for me before we head out? No, no. no. Excited for conference championships. Let's go. You've been listening to the JSK Media Sports Podcast. Consider sharing our podcast with a friend to build up our JSK family. Shoot us a rating. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.